And welcome to Every War Must End, the first campaign of the Dungeon Dads podcast. I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I'm here with Sam Frank, a.k.a. Abel Rockbrother. Hello, welcome, everybody. Sam. Hello, everybody. Uh, hello. <laughs> good, to, good to hear your voice, Abel. Hey, man. First off, how about that theme song? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So good, right? Yeah, John and Tim killed themselves on that. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's sounding great. Hey, man. The kids are in bed. My wife's out with her friends. It's time for Dungeon Dads. <laughs> it's time for Dungeon Dads right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my kids upstairs. They're sleeping. I put my, my youngest to bed while I was working on the campaign here. And she said, Dad, can I hold your foot? And I was like, yes, you may. You may hold my foot. <laughs> any any request that you can easily accommodate is a request that should be accommodated. Absolutely. All right. So um, so let's get this thing started. Uh, are you um, are you ready? Do you want to say anything to the uh, to the to the to the wide world of, of Dungeon Dads listeners? All right. Um, I you know I think if anybody. I, depending on when, when these things air, uh, you know, might've listened to the character creation podcast, might've listened to our first episode, who knows, but this is really my first time role-playing this character. We'll see what comes out, but the, at least between the character creation and now I haven't had any major changes of heart and sort of the kind of character, the, the archetype, the basic personality, that sort of stuff. So I'm, We'll see. We'll see how this crusty old hermit shapes up. Let's see. Yeah. Um, well, so let me let me begin at the foot of the uh, of the Red Cloud Mountain. Um, it's in the Breen Valley. It's the uh, the on right in the middle of the Breen, which is our the 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 region that most of the campaign is going to take place in. Um, there's a group of seven dwarves and they're heading up a gravelly switchback on Red Cloud Mountain. I mean, mm-hmm. for most humans, this would mm-hmm. be a pretty mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. <laughs> path to follow. Um, but the dwarves are taking it in stride. Um, they're carrying a lot of little things. They have uh, three crates that have chickens in it. Um, they've got, uh, they've got, two large uh kegs of 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 ale um and they have a a bucket that looks particularly heavy that they keep switching one person carrying it another person carrying it and they're totally outfitted for battle and they come up onto a onto a ridge which has a, a a large oak tree that's sort of shading what can only be called a ramshackle <laughs> um, uh, lean-to. <laughs> um, it's been there a long time, and the and the youngest dwarf, um, whose whose name is Forsyth, pulls at the 
at the at the leader's at the leader's arm and says, "Pop, why in the hell are we going up here?" And and his dad looks down at him and sa- and he says, "We've already done your 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 first your first initiation right. I'm not taking any chances, boy. We're gonna get the human to do it too." And he stops right on the ridge, and he looks down, and there's this, there's this really, really old human, and he's not wearing any clothes, and it looks like he's doing some kind of calisthenics. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> and and Harbeck Harbeck Holdershek calls out, "Rock brother, rock brother." We come in peace. Uh, is that you? What's his name? Harbeck. <laughs> is that Harbeck. you, Harbeck? Harbeck Holdershek. Harbeck Holdershek, as I live and breathe. God damn. I've, I've just put on a pot of that bark tea you said you liked so much last time you were here. Oh, it was uh, it was quite good. Um, I'm not here for tea, though. I, uh, I only have the one cup. Yeah, I guess you'd all have to share if you wanted some. Uh, it's hot. I don't think you'd want to pour it in your hands. Pop, he still has no clothes on. I know. <laughs> just, just one second. One second. Abel, um, listen, I'm here with my raiding party. Would you mind um, maybe, you know, putting on something here so we uh, can come down and join you? Oh, well, of course. Of course. All right. Uh, run back into my shack and come out with a... Um, like a just like a tiny leather loincloth. Okay, <laughs> nice. I mean, are you sort of like the uh, the guy at the European beach. Um, that yeah, I mean, not comes out quite with just a, the sack. a banana okay. hammock. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, this right. is my this is my uh, this is my guest clothes. You know. Okay. All right. So the. Uh, Although I will say it is hard to tell the leather of the loincloth from the leather (laughs) of all of the skin surrounding it. Perfect. All right. So Harbeck and his uh, and the seven other dwarves uh, sort of make their way down. And you are so happy to see that they brought you not one, not two, but three chickens. And Harbeck says, the one in the middle there, it's for eating. The other two is for eggs. Well, Boy, uh, bring us the keg. <laughs> and two, and two, two of the younger dwarves bring uh, Holder Heck, Holder Sheck, Aelkin, and they uh, they put it on your porch. Well, I'm gonna call that one Adina, and I'm gonna call that one Mazaras, and the uh, the one for the pot there. I suppose we'll call him Bob until he goes in the pot. That sounds good. All right, so this here's my boy. Um, oh, what's your name, boy? <laughs> oh, I've just forgotten what my name was. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I, would you like some bark tea? Uh, I, is this is this the bark tea you told me about, Dad? Yes, it is. Just uh, just just go with it. Just to have a sip of it. All right, boy. Okay. Yes, please, sir. <laughs> and I. It's a the cup is like a, a hollowed out, like some kind of half a nutshell. <laughs> okay, 
It's a very fine, it's a very fine cup, sir. Thank you, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Well, course, you know, this... I've, I've been, I've been putting on a pod every day since the last time your daddy was here, just in case should happen by. I just, boy, I can't tell you how much, how happy I am to have visitors. It's just amazing. Oh, okay. Well, sh- sure, sure. And he starts to, even though he's a young dwarf, he's got, of course, got a full-on beard. It's like a, it's like a Persian cat, like wrapped around his mouth and neck. And um, and he sort of sips of the bark tea, and boy, he does all he can to keep it down and smile nicely to you. Um, and uh, you see that the other guys have sort of pushed up the 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 alekin, um, which is just like very very strong, almost like whiskey uh, ale. And um, they leave it on the porch, and they put the heavy bucket in front of you, and it's just chock full of dwarven iron nails uh and uh um and and harbeck picks them up and hands them to you and says says now abel i'm just gonna tell you this now you gotta put a proper door on this building (laughs) and and i noticed that everything has been held together with string and the stacking method and i'm just gonna ask you just please Please put a few nails in this place. I'm just worried a strong wind is going to bring this down on top of you, and, and we're not going to have our uh, our able rock brother here with us anymore. Well, I mean, it's been at least two years since a strong wind brought the shack down on me. Before that, it was another three years, and then I think that one stood for about seven years, so I'm not even really due yet. Uh... You know, it falls down. I, I put it back up. It's uh, uh, nails an awful lot of commitment, you know. You have a hell just, of a life. I just look him over and I scratch my beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. yeah. It's that iron nail feels awful permanent. Well, listen, you do with the iron nails what you will. Um, we're really here, as you know. Because I want my boy to uh, to be a man, not just in the dwarven tradition, but to be a man in the in the man tradition. And um, we're going off on our first hunt today. Oh, what you hunting? Uh, slaver. Ooh. Yep. I thought you were gonna say a squirrel. <laughs> well, the boys killed lots of squirrels, Abel. Today. Today, the boy kills something of the larger variety, something of the more dangerous variety. We've had, we've had four, four dwarven maidens taken uh, from surrounding tribes, and from what I understand, several soldiers and initiates from uh, Fort Hapas down south have gone missing also, and uh, we know where they're coming from. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sound like a like a hunt. That sounds like a fight. They're, they're up here on the mountain? Not far from here. About a two-mile hike up. And oh, then, God. Uh, you know where old Crags Keep Cave is, right? It, it, that's that's the one with the mushrooms in it. Yeah, mushrooms. I don't, and- I don't know what anybody else calls it. I call it the wet hole. <laughs> well, well, we call it Crabs Keep Cave, uh, and I'll tell you, uh, somebody killed the bear that was guarding it uh, six months ago, 
And yeah. uh, Abel, was that you? And maybe. Oh shit! <laughs> when he looks around, he does see the uh, the totally desecrated bear pelt that you attempted to to <laughs> to clean and tan yourself. You know, is that I, what that smell is? I, I, there's a lot of smells around here. <laughs> I'll just say I, I ain't really one for nature craft. Yeah, you'd think I've been up here long enough. Cut some of it and rub off. I, I did it the way I thought you'd you'd try to do it. Well, it didn't do. <laughs> Abel, next time you want to make a bear pelt, first of all, don't kill a guardian bear. Second of all, bring it to us. We're not far down the hill. I know you don't like being around people much, but I'm telling you, like we're good people and we'll we'll tan that for free for you. You do enough for us when you do stuff for us. Mm, well, I don't really like to be obligated to folks. I sure am happy to see you, though. I mean, really, if I could have one thing from you, it'd maybe be to visit a little more often. You can visit too. You got feet, Abel. I mean, you there the old they're old legs, but yeah. looks like you can use them. Yeah. I suppose. Well. Well, Abel, we're gonna I'd like for you to do that thing that you do for uh for the young dwarves every now and again, where you uh anoint them with, with tempest blood. We brought you the silver that you need for the ceremony, and uh, and we got the chicken over there, and we'd like to use the chicken for our chicken's blood for our uh, for our war paint, if that's all right with you. And we'll 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 go ahead and slit its throat for you, and we'll we'll hang it up, and we'll even I'll even get uh, Varshak over there to to feather him for you. So when you want to cook him, you can cook him, and you're not going to have to eat the feathers this time. Boy, sounds like you guys got some bloody business ahead of you. Might as well get the job that. done. Let's let's go. All right, all right. So they spread the silver out in front of you, and I guess you crush it. And uh, um, I'm not sure what is it. What does a tempest uh, ceremony look like for um, for a coming of age ceremony? So I uh, and I'm, this is I've got my ceremony spell happens to be prepared here. Okay. And uh, uh, I put the the chicken blood in a bowl, sort of swirl it. And the bowl is just a bit slightly bigger nutshell than the <laughs> cup that I've got. And swirl it around. Is this the boy? Yes, sir. Yes, that's and me. It's just, and it's just the one. Yes, yes. I'm the I'm the first I'm the first young to make uh, to make man in, in in four years for my tribe. All right. All right, Tempest, you old son of a bitch. This boy's got dirty work ahead of him. If you could find it in your tiny shriveled heart to guide his hand every once in a while so he stabs the other fella before that other fella can stab him, well, I suppose that'd be a good thing. And he dips his fist into the chicken blood and then just punches the kid full across the face with it. <laughs> so he's got a big bloody imprint of a fist on his cheek. And give me a D4. Give me a D4. <laughs> Roll a D4 for damage on this. <laughs> Three. Oh, 
Oh shit! Uh, the boy just kind of staggers back. He's oh, I I think I feel, I think I feel like a man now, and um, yeah. and you're not, and you're not and after used- you feel like it, hopefully the looks catch up. <laughs> well, and so you're not actually used to uh, uh, Tempest talking back to you, right? I mean, this is not this is a one oh. been a one way street for a long time, right? Well, you know, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> you're not asking me. <laughs> no, he, uh, I'm asking. I'm asking Sam. No, this. it's yeah. a it's a long running conversation. As, yeah. it's like an ins- almost like an incessant buzz. That now does Tempest actually listen to anything Abel says? He's not really sure, but he certainly hears a lot of what Tempest has to say, and a lot of it is, you know, get back in the fight, get back to Warren. <laughs> You're you're wasted yeah. up here on this mountain. Well, so this I picked is what a you hear. super shitty champion, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so this is what you hear this time. Abel, Abel Rock Brother. What? I'm listening to you. I'm with you. What? The dwarf's son is going to die. Ah, <sighs> god damn it. Abel, you can save the boy. I don't want you to save him, but you can save him. Go with them to Crab Keep Cave. Did you did you bring this boy up here just to get me back in the in the Warren business? Uh, who are you talking to? Uh, I'm just Abel? I'm saying Let's, this out Hillary. loud. Got wait, not you. Hold on. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Abel, you okay? Tempest, you okay there? Tempest, you old so and so. Everything okay, is this, Abel? You, you're right. Is this real? Oh God! Ugh. Oh Abel, God! Rock mm. brother, head to Crab's Keep Cave with the dwarves. Bring your spear. Bring your shield. Well, gosh, Abel, I'm so happy that you uh, were able to do this. We're gonna we'll. We'll leave you to it, man. Ah, God damn it. I got to go with you. Yeah, you, you're going you're to leave your shack? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, this, I tell you, I've been talking to this guy for 20 years. I don't know if he's listened to a thing I've said. I've certainly heard a lot of what he's had to say. And by God, the one time he speaks directly to me that makes me think he's been listening to something at all it's I got to do something I don't want to do. Wouldn't that be the way? I suppose if I wanted to do it, he'd just keep his mouth shut and let me do what I wanted to do, don't you think? I guess. I don't... I, I mean, it makes well, sense, right? I mean, this I, all makes sense, I guess, right? Dad, Dad, can we go, please? Hold on, hold on. Uh, sure, sure, I, sure, let's get it. I go into the shack. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I won't slow you down. And uh, come out with just like a... Like old rusted, you know, chain mail, uh, you know, that hangs out of these, belted with just like a, a string of twine, um, <laughs> and and a spear that you know is is a branch with a, you know, looks like a like a sharpened spoon in it. Oh Jesus! All right. In the end. So, so. Um... So the dwarf, uh, uh, he sort of 
looks at you and he's he's sort of he's sort of a little bit up, upset with you um uh at just the quality of your <laughs> of your of your of your weaponry and he and he he looks down at his spear he has a he has a very nice dwarven spear and he he hands it up to you and he says well abel if you're going to come with us you you're going to need something better than whatever the hell that is um Nah, you know, I really prefer to handcraft my own. Oh, this is really nice. Oh, this is. Yeah. You you made this? I know we bought it from the people down at the fort. Uh, um, they made this? Yeah. Somebody made it. I think the gnomes make these. I don't know. <laughs> well, that, I, I mean, this know. is, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I've always said I'm no great shakes as a craftsman, but I always th- thought it sounded really cool that I made my own. But no, this is this is much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so you're gonna go with them, huh? Let's let's get this over with fast. All right. So, um, so they what? keep taking what? you up. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> and they. They get to the edge, what? back up to the. I said I'm the, going. <laughs> they, they get you to the edge of the uh, of the of the switchback of the gravel switchback, and uh, so your your dwarven buddy reaches in the bowl and takes a thumb and rubs his thumb into the bowl, and he starts to draw a triangle on your face. And I swear to God, when he pu- starts to put that blood on your face, the buzz you've been hearing from tempest it just stops and you can hear the air you can hear the breeze uh as you walk on the gravel path you can sort of hear your feet crackling down you felt like you were getting older (laughs) and older and older and really it you just couldn't hear worth shit and now suddenly the whole world what the hell did you do to me I just, I, I just wanted you to look like us. And he uh, continues drawing the the triangle, and everybody else has uh, sort of dwarven uh, uh, triangles all over their faces. Wh- what's it mean? It means there's a killing that's going to happen. Yeah, I figured that'd be about the only thing that shut him up. All right, so you guys climb up. You climb 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 and and you get to the you get to the edge of the gravel switchback path and you sort of see the place where you had killed the bear um several months ago and um just outside of there there's there's four or five uh small tents that have been set up it looks like it's completely empty uh and um there's some smoke coming up from inside the cave and uh you don't see or hear like any people at all and uh and and harbeck points to one of his dwarves and he sort of motions him to go down the hill and that guy just disappears from sight like it's 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 still the middle of day and you see him head behind a couple of trees and now you just don't see him at all okay he's Okay. If he was going to sneak yeah. down there, I was going to give him a little guidance, but he seems like he's doing no, okay he's, on his he's, own. 
He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. This is a guy you've seen before, but he doesn't talk a lot. And uh, and about five, six minutes later, he comes back to the camp and he says, two gray dwarves, six slaves. Well, two of them, eight of us. That, that seems like about the best odds you could hope for. I don't know. Harbeck says, uh, were the slaves enchanted? Did they were they working with them or were they were they actually in chains? And the sort of stealthy dwarf looks up at it and says, I I I I can't I can't tell. There were there were six of them. There were six of them and they were definitely being given orders. Um maybe maybe one of them was resisting, but the others were were seemed to be going along with the show. Well, and Harbeck looks down at his son. He says, today's the day you kill a gray dwarf, boy. And he sort of motions for you all to sort of line around the trees and sneak up on these guys as they are making their way up. You still can't hear or see them. Okay, but before we we head down, I'm going to grab the boy and take him aside. Just remember, you can't kill nothing if you're dead yourself. Number one, you don't die. Then you do all the killing you want. Okay. But but you get killed, then you don't kill nothing else. You see how that works? I I I, I think. Um, I, I really don't want to be here. I, I I don't know why I have to come here. I'm I'm quite good at fishing. I don't know. I'm not a warrior. My mom doesn't want me to be a warrior. My dad doesn't want me to be a warrior. But for some reason, it's very important to him. That- I, and I give him a little slap across the face. Just light. Just get his attention. <laughs> yeah. oh. Kid, this is war. War doesn't give a shit what you want. Now you're going to try to stay alive. But if it means killing that other guy, you can do that too. You got the mark. Okay. Let's get it done. Okay. Okay. And uh, he feels a little bit better. Maybe, uh, maybe give a persuasion. Let's uh, let's 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 put some of that awesome charisma. <laughs> that's a thirteen. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so yeah, so he looks like he looks better. He looks like he's ready to go. Um, oh, I I sure would feel better if you were close by. Um, I'm All gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna head to that tree over there. I I think I'm gonna do this. I think I'm gonna be able to do this. He says. All right. And so now do I think, do we think that these slaves are, now these slaves, are these the dwarf maidens? I didn't ask the guy, I assume um, he would have said. That no, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not the it's dwarf different. maidens. These are, yeah. It, he he would have told you if there were any dwarves there. Yeah. There are no dwarves there. Um, so the yeah. slaves are humans? Uh, well, so you're going to go hide behind a tree or something <laughs> for these guys to come up? <laughs> I assume this would have all been in his report. I just didn't get a chance to ask at the time. Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, they're all they're a hundred percent humans. Okay. Um, and and uh, we feel and, like they've, well, at least one is maybe resisting, but is the sense that they've been enchanted or something that they're just sort of going along? That like, there's probably the one is has probably recently been captured, and the other ones have not. Have, 
have okay. are are slaves are sort gotcha. of they, they, they've okay. been they've been broken. All right. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> so. So you guys are uh, you, you guys are hiding behind the trees and and fi- finally. Listen, I, I got to tell you, I, I ain't one for stealth, really. I'll uh, I'll <laughs> I'll hang back till you boys get the party started. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, that that chainmail does seem to be making a, an awful lot of noise, <laughs> no matter what you do. Listen, this is um, why I don't use it when I'm hunting squirrels. All right. Well, so um, so they you see you finally see. Uh, these two tiny little, uh, I mean, they're smaller than the other dwarves. You've never seen a gray dwarf before. Um, this is a, this, they look like they have never seen the sunshine. Um, uh, one, one of them has a, it's cloaked pretty well. And, um, uh, and he's got a, a, sort of a bundle of javelins at his side. Uh, he's, he's carrying, a. uh, a whip that he is kind of he's not really putting his light his uh himself into it you know he's he's um uh like he doesn't seem to be wanting to be there where there's <laughs> anymore a he's sort of just like there's a way <laughs> um and then the second one is seems to be the 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 leader of the outfit and He's carrying uh, javelins also, and he's got a like a, a giant um, war pick uh, in his hand, which sort of sort of looks like an adzy. Um, uh, it's a two hander um, that is very sharp. Um, it looks like it's it's made for cutting into heavy armor. Um, and uh, he pulls over uh, a. A, a very a long-haired uh, human uh, male, and he says something to him, and the, the 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 human runs up to the camp, right past all the hidden dwarves, and um, uh, sort of starts to quickly try to make a fire. And you see uh, Harbeck signal to his son only, and uh, his son launches himself at the human slave that's making the fire and just sends his spear from his back through his stomach and it just like impales him on the ground. Um, and he has a moment of shock and horror. And then he just like raises his arms up like he's just been playing a football game or something and, and yells out, I got him. Ah, and shit. we're in initiative. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in initiative. <laughs> right. So I have a minus one to initiative. Oh, but I rolled a 19. All right. That's, that's great. And it's going to be you. And then it's going to be the dwarves. And then it's going to be the gray dwarves. going to go last. Okay. Um. So there's two gray dwarves, and then there's there's me, Harbeck, Forey, and and five other guys, right? Yep, that's right. Yep. Okay, I am going to. So it's me, and then the dwarves, and then everybody else. Um, and I am, so I'm about thirty feet back from where they are. 
You're yeah, you're 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 about thirty feet. I'm imagining you stayed on the the edge where the switchback is mm-hmm. coming in. So okay. that's about that's actually only about twenty feet from the cave entrance. So when the boy jumped out and and impaled this guy, he he's about twenty feet away from you. But you're about you're probably about sixty feet from uh, from Harbeck, uh, and right. he's another ten feet away from the first gray dwarf. All right, so I am going to I'm going to move up my speed. I'm going to move up thirty, and I'm going to cast bless at level one. Okay, and that is going to be me and uh, let's see, me and Harbeck and and Bori up to three creatures. All right, and so- all right, Tempest, you got us into this mess. You better watch over us till we get out of it. All right, and I raise my holy my ring holy symbol into the air. <laughs> That's my bless. Yeah, and it and it just like a a small a small bit of sunlight sort of goes down and shines on you and and Harbeck and the boy. Right? That's the other yeah, one. Yeah, I thought you'd like that, you old crusty asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so so all right. So T- Tempest uh, and I have a very combative relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, Tempest is super happy with everything that's happening. Yeah, no, here. he he um, uh, he likes a little conflict. So, uh, um, Harbeck raises his arms up and uh, and sort of motions for his son to get down, <laughs> um, which you know he should have done in the beginning, and uh, and he just rushes up to the gray dwarf and bashes him with his, uh, um, with his war hammer and he's going to try and knock him down. And yeah, he's not going to knock him down. (laughs) And, and, and the other, that's an eight, that's an eight. That's not going to happen. Um, and then, uh, the other the other dwarves all have their uh, their short bows out and 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 all of them roll to hit these guys and it looks like uh, one of them is gonna hit the 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 front gray dwarf and he's gonna do he's gonna do uh, nine damage to this guy all right. Um, all right, so now that the gray dwarf. And <laughs> so now, when you say the guy in front, that's the guy with the whip, not the leader. That's the guy with the whip. Yeah, yep, that's the guy with the whip. This is the guy who's close closest to the uh, to the to the dwarves in hiding. And now they're all they're all behind trees, but they're all within within eyesight. And you do notice that the slaves all just lay down, like they're not they're not getting in this. Um, and uh, so you've got um, the gray dwarf looks around, sort of shakes his head, and and it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. He's going; he goes from about four and a half feet tall, and he just starts to grow. I mean, he gets to be—I'm not saying giant size, but he's like eight feet tall. Um, and, and looks like about 350 pounds, uh, 350, 400 pounds all of a sudden. damn, that does not seem to obey the law of conservation of mass. No, it does not. And, and 
and uh, and the other one does the exact same thing. Um, and you see that even their weapons, these javelins, they go from these like little bitty dwarven javelins into m- massive um uh like giant spears giant size spears um all right so you you again so so how far behind the uh the little guy is the leader uh 15 feet okay yeah they were they were walking in a in a a line together okay and i advanced 30 last turn so i can do i have the ability to close on either of them or or yeah you could the front guy if you I could get close to, to melee. You you could get to either of them. I would say if you get to the, um, uh, what's your speed? What's your movement speed? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, you could get to the back guy, and I don't think you'd uh, get a um, an attack of opportunity. You you might you might have to like sort of hop over a couple of the slaves that are on the ground though. Okay. Um. I'm I'm just gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the little guy first. All right. I'm just going to Harbeck, close, close. Don't let them throw those big ass sticks at you. <laughs> uh, and I, wow, my, my first attack of this podcast. Okay. Oh, uh, it feels great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to attack with my spear one handed with, uh, oh, I don't know if we mentioned what I was gearing up. I've got a shield too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but spear one handed a 10. Okay. Oh, but I'm blessed. And roll that one D four. Two. So that's a 12. That is going to hit 12 hits. All right. 12 is going to hit him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not wearing any armor. That's eight damage, eight piercing. Okay. Well, he didn't like it. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, because, this is I'm going all out here. I'm going to use my war priest bonus action to attack again. Okay. And right, spear again. That's a 13. That's going to hit. 7 damage. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, he is not looking good. And uh and 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 Harbeck rushes him also and he swings his warhammer at him. And he just like whiffs right past him. That's a four. He whiffs right past him. Settle down, Harbeck. And and, and 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 he looks. He says, "Archers, to the one in the back." And the archers unleash their arrows at him. And it looks like we got a. Oh, we're gonna have one crit, and we've got uh, two hits. Um, let's see what we got here. The crit is gonna do. Twenty-one damage, and the the regular ones we're gonna get. Oh, that's too many. Sorry. One, two, three. All right. So the back one goes down, slumps down, and and as he as he dies, his he just he shrinks back into back into his normal dwarven size and. He's, he calls out, oh, we've, we've got to protect the cave. Close the Underdark. Close the Underdark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and one of the slaves jumps up 
and just starts running at the cave as fast as he can. Uh, he's about Don't he's you gonna, do he's it. Get there Don't two, you do it. Get there in two turns. All right, it's you. Don't it's you, you do it. God damn it. Um, he's just a little unarmed slave human, huh? Unarmed slave human. He's moving like he means it, though. So he he he's he had to stand up, so he didn't get his full movement last time. But he he'll get there by the end of next turn. Hmm. Let's see here. Trying to see. It's my other spell slot. I'm going to command him. Oh, tell us what this does. I speak a one word command to a creature I can see within range, which is 60 feet. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. All right. The spell has no effect if the target is undead, if it doesn't understand your language, blah, 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 blah. Um, so my spell save DC is 13. Okay. It's got to do a wizard. Oh, so I just, you know, I, I turn, I see him running and with the, as much of the voice of God as I can muster, I say, shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, and, and that's a, that's a 17. He looks back and says, no. And you see when he looks in when he looks back at you, you see that his eyes are it's they're all blood. Like they're they're completely covered in blood. Like you can't see pupil, you can't see whites. Um it looks like he suffered a massive head injury or something. Um and he's like bled onto his eyes and also he's got blood coming out of his nose. But boy, he's mo- he's moving fast, and now he's really nervous about you, um, and uh, and Harbeck uh, takes a swing at the one that he's on, and let's see, he's gonna and he's gonna just whiff again, <laughs> Harbeck, and Harbeck, Har- get and Har- a control of yourself. And Harbeck's son is now literally just between the slave that's running and and the cave mouth. And he looks, he's like nervous. He's looking at both of you and and like like what the, what what should I do? And um he starts to try to pull out the spear that he had like impaled the 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 first slave on, the slave that was making the fire. And he goes and he jabs at the at the at the runner. Oh goodness! Um, wow! So he's gonna crit this guy. He's gonna, he's gonna crit this guy, and he's gonna do. Um, he's gonna do fifteen damage. So he oh, is gonna Lordy. impale this guy also. <laughs> and as he impales, well, him, no, let it never like, be said the kid doesn't have a talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as he impales him, the slave the, the the slave was running so fast that he sort of like knocks the the spear back, and so Harbeck's son sort of plants the the butt of the spear in the ground, and then sort of falls backward, and it's like he's gonna try and like flip him back over his shoulder, but instead 
the guy just comes down all the way on top of him and he's just he's like laying on him and and he's like out of commission here um uh all right so it is now the 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 gray dwarf the 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 lone survivor and he is pissed off and scared and he just launches his uh his javelin um right over at Harbeck's son and let's see oh goodness that's going to hit oof uh and uh and the javelin sort of courses into Harbeck's uh son's shoulder and it God it damn. pierces him and he's alive he's <sighs> alive but he is he's not looking so great um uh, oh wait, he's on the ground. He's on the ground. He's, he's, he's prone. He's he gets, he's he's, he's prone. He's prone. It goes through the dwarf first, and then it goes through through Harbeck's boy. And you just you, you can't see him. You just hear him go. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, and you see two more slaves get up, and the and 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 one of them turns and starts to run the opposite direction away, and and uh, the. And the other one that stands up looks at him and says, Master, I'll stop him. And he starts running after uh, the guy who's running away. Ah, oh, Jesus, these slaves. Yeah. Such a quandary. All right, it's back around to me. Yep, it's you. Man, I've, I've, I was real worried there because... I was I was like, oh yeah, I should hold a healing word in reserve in case that kid goes down. <laughs> and then I used it on the command. <laughs> that didn't um, do anything. That Damn didn't it. do anything. You know, sometimes oh. sometimes I hate those spells with a saving throw. I just <laughs> the dice I would, aren't with you. <laughs> I would so much rather have a harder like armor class to hit with a spell that I mm. get to roll. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's something about it. Like, <laughs> I, I want to being in your hand. I, yeah. yeah, I don't even. It's a so a stupid thing with Dungeons and Dragons, but I I feel it every time. I like I don't want you to be in charge of your own success. Um, God. Well, okay. I'm gonna kill this guy. <laughs> okay, uh, do it. One-handed spear. That's a nine. I'm gonna roll my bless. All right, twelve is a number. One's not gonna do it. Yeah. One's not I'm gonna, gonna do war it. War priest again. Do bonus attack. Bonus action attack. Nine again. Oh, let's roll this d4. Right. Get your three. Get your three. That's a three. Oh, you hit him. Okay. All right. And that so gonna... is six damage. Ugh. he is still alive. Shit. Um, Harbeck, get it together. Hit this asshole with your hammer so we can all go home. <laughs> we'll we'll do. We'll do. Boy, are you okay? I'm I'm okay, Dad. All right. Oh, oh he hits. I knew he was good for he something. He hits. <laughs> okay, he does only one damage. <laughs> oh man, this is the worst dwarf ever. Um, yeah, I mean these are not top 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 of the class warrior dwarves here. Um, all right, so we've got the gray dwarf, and uh, 
Wait, and don't tur- we have a whole line of, oh, of dwarven yes, we archers? Do. Yes, we do. <laughs> I was counting on them to, <laughs> to save my ass. All right, they're shooting at him. Oh, yeah. One of them's going to hit. And let's see here. What's he going to do? Yeah. And and an arrow just sort of streaks out and, like, pierces the cheek of the of the uh of the gray dwarf that's sort of mutated out into giant elephantine size and he just cuts straight through his mouth harbeck move move he's coming down move (laughs) (laughs) and he just as he's falling down on uh like toward you he shrinks down to five feet and then and harmlessly bounces off the ground I picture like he's falling, he's about to fall on me, but he's shrinking and his head like lands at my toes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, um and uh and the other the other slaves that are there, there's still there's still three of them, uh two of them on the ground still. Um and they're just quivering and the the one the one that took off and the other one that took off after him, they're about thirty feet away now. Well, heading toward the heading toward the hill. That, that one chasing the other one down sure seems like an asshole. But uh, now I kind of <laughs> hope he catches him and brings him back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all here in one spot. Yeah. Well, Harbeck is not having it. He he points to his archers and Harbeck come on now don't be a dick <laughs> and he you he, guys can chase him can't you I have a speed of a 25 man <laughs> like those oh, are humans right, those are humans uh, <laughs> and I'll bring him I'll bring him down I'll bring him down don't put arrows in him god damn it <laughs> okay all right so you're gonna run after him yeah I'm taking after him I'll take a dash action and, and take off after him okay uh, so, 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 give me a athletics or an acrobatics check for for unsteady ground. You're going to be running right okay. right over the two slaves that are on the ground here. Uh, okay. Okay. That is a seven. And and you just like you get your feet kind of tangled up a little bit on one of them, and yeah. you just fall, you know, flat on your face on the other one. And 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 when you get down, he he says, "Is it is, is it safe? Is it safe?" Are they dead? It's safe. It's safe. Get out of the fucking way. <laughs> and and Harbeck just says, uh, can I please shoot them while I can still see them? Well, what happens if they get away? They tell where the cave is, and we have a lot of humans up on our cave steps. We do not need to have the trouble of slaves telling them dwarves took them. Well, what, you you just going to kill all the slaves? Well, I mean, and he like waves to his to his archers and they unleash a hail of of uh, things, which all miss. Oh, no, one of them hits. One of them hits. We got a 19 on one of them. Let's see here. Yeah, so the, the slave that was chasing uh, the escaping slave uh, goes down. He, he, he gets hit. Right, right in the knee from behind, <laughs> and he goes down, and the other ones running, running, running. Um, Harbeck, secret you got to kill people to keep ain't worth keeping. It's easy for you to say, human. 
All right. Boys, it, it didn't let's... feel real easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been up on this mountain by myself for a real long time. And that was mainly so I wouldn't kill anybody. Well, listen, old man. If you if you if you think it's so important to leave these people this 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 runner alive, you need to be the one who goes and explains to the people down down at the fort that it was not us. What, what? I don't want to I, I don't want to deal I don't want to deal with a human army coming up and it's a bored human army, and the and the slave who's down there is like yes yes I'm in I'm in Harkness. I'm in Harkness. I'm at Fort Napas. That we we haven't had a fight in 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 months. I'm sure they think that I'm just out on a bender. They're not going to even send anyone looking for me. You're you're in the army. I mean, I'm I, yes. I they pay ten gold a season to stand around practically. You, you don't you don't do anything. You just you st- stand on the on the palisade. You 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 occasionally go and you know kill a goat. That's been eating someone's grass, uh, eating someone's crops. It's 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 the easiest money you've ever made. But, but you you but, get like a a uniform. Well, well, sure, sure. They make you wear armor, armor and some weapons. And do you gotta all yeah. stand in a line with your your spears up straight? Uh, I, yeah, occasionally, yes, yes, sir. And you don't really have to kill anybody. I've never killed anybody. I, I, when the when the when the gray dwarves came, I, 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 I freaked out. I dropped my spear. I ran, and they. And yeah, they, they you threw. don't kill anybody. I, I feel like Tempest might take a shine to that, or at least enough of a shine to leave me alone. What do you say, Tempest? Tempest I say nothing silent. is. A, <laughs> I take nothing as a positive answer. That's. That's all I've ever wanted to hear from him. All, all right. right well the- Harbeck, I will take these slaves. I'll take them down to the fort. And I'll make sure these guys don't decide to come up here and spear all of your folk for spearing their folk. Doesn't sound like they're going to be real hard to convince. If you think you can, I we I won't send my hunters after that. That well, runner. hell, man, I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody but you and maybe that other trapper fella for the next last five years. But uh, these guys don't want to leave. They got a nice fort down there. What do they want to come up here for? I'm mainly going so you don't shoot the rest of these. Dad, dad, convince. I don't know if there's much convinced um, to it. Guys, hey guys, uh, a little. Get Little your help boy. over here, guys, please. Pick him up. I said, boy, he's a man now, isn't he? Hell yes, he's a man. <laughs> he killed two he killed two humans <laughs> in one go here. Um good good job, boy. Yeah, boy, he's he did a great job, didn't he? Sure did. He God. he really did kill those slaves. <laughs> um, all right, so so the dwarves sort of pick things up, and um, and you see that they are terrified of going into the cave, and um, the 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 sort of sneaky dwarf that had gone down and 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 done the scouting, he walks over, and you see him pull out a book, and he sort of reads from the book, and he sort of moves his hand 
in a sort of a very weird pattern that you've not seen anyone do before ever. And it's, it's not an illusion. Like you actually see the rock sort of forming and moving down and, and it starts to close in on itself a little bit. And, and when he's done with it, there's a little bitty hole, maybe, uh, maybe five or six inches in radius that is, you know, big enough to like stick a head in maybe a small, small head, uh, not much else. Um, you could poke a spear in it or something. Um, you know, maybe a, maybe a torch, but it, it just looks like it's part of the mountain now. And, and he touches it and he pokes at it and it's, you hear it clink and it's definitely a rock. And, um, and he gets the other, the other archers and they start to, um, sweep around the front of the cave. Um, and, and once they sort of sweep it up, you see him go down and he starts to pray and as he's praying, you see little sprouts of flowers and um, uh, turnips and small other small root vegetables start to take hold in the area that the camp had been. And you're kind of really interested in this and you're watching and, you know, all the dwarves are sort of sitting around watching this guy. It's like a, like a really impressive show. And, and it, you notice that the light stops shining through and it becomes completely shaded and and you know blink your eyes and now it's fully grown uh forested area there's not any trees but the ground is covered you'd never know there was anything here except ground uh, ground plants harbeck are you sealing up this cave we are sealing it up the best we can well didn't we kill that other fella to keep him from sealing up the cave? We. So- I mean, I didn't. I didn't know what he was gonna do. I just figured if the other guy told him to do it, it was bound to be bad. Yeah, we sealed it up from the outside. That's a big difference. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I suppose that makes sense. Well, we did have All a right. we I- did have a four hundred year old bear that was living there. Yeah, I really wish I'd learned how to tan leather a little better. <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm real sorry about that. Uh, seems seems like a real waste, although it did keep some meat on these old bones. <laughs> yeah. um, I, got, I may, might have a tooth or two back at the hut if you want one. Uh, I think I'm good. Um, why don't you... Why don't you take these guys? <laughs> Why all right, don't you all take right. these I guys? The, I go up to the uh, the soldier. Guy. You got a name, kid? Uh, yeah. Um, my name is Cutchin. Cutchin Sweet Lion. Um, my friends call right, my Cutty. friends call me Cutch. All right, cutie. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be real good friends, you and I. Now, do you know that fella that done run off? I I I I was captured with him. He was supposed to be my protector. Um, he was not a good protector. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, the rest of these, these sad looking, sorry lot here. I, 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 I don't know. Um, that one over there is from Breentown. Um, that one over there was already with them when they got, when they got us, uh, the dead one who was making the fire was, uh, a cousin of, of, uh, of the quartermaster at, at Fort Hapas. 
uh, it's going to be very upset about about him dying. I'm I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Let's let's see if you can't get all these folks uh, up in a line here, and we'll see if we can't walk down and catch that other fellow. Way he was gone, he's bound to twist an ankle before he gets halfway down the mountain. As it is. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys. I just sort of look down the line of slaves. You all like living, right? Oh, yeah. living. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh, Breath, like breathing air, talking to folk, I, I, yeah, eating me. food. Yes, yes. All right. I, well, you want to live? Time to walk. Let's go, man. I'm looking. I haven't had this many friends in a real long time. <laughs> well, and 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 you notice you notice about Kutch. That this kid is uh, very well kempt, <laughs> um, um, a very nice haircut. Um, he is uh, his. You, you notice his hands look like hands of someone who has been um, uh, who has not wielded a lot of weaponry. And um, and while you're walking, he definitely has a few stumbles that were not he shouldn't have stumbled if he'd had any time <laughs> on the mountain before. Um, yeah. And he says, "So we're sort of, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, we're you're you're, you're heading down, and uh, um, you know, about halfway down the mountain, you see the guy who was the run who was the runner, and Cut yells out, he says, it, Seth, it's okay, it's okay, Seth, we we the the, the, the old man's taking us back, he's taking us to Fort Hapas." And uh, you see, the one he said was from Breentown. Says, um, uh, "Do you do you mind if I just go this way? I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm from the other side." Well, yeah. I mean, you uh, you walk on your merry way, sir. Your your life's your own. Oh, thank you so much. I'll I'll make sure the the people of uh, of the Adaran uh, Empire. And the Adaran army know that uh, Abel Rock brother is uh, is a friend of the people. Just, just, just say Abel. Oh, okay. I, 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 that Rock brother thing—that's something that was Harbeck. That's I'm not real fond of that name. Uh, okay, okay, yes, y- yes, sir. And he sort of gets up on it and runs pretty fast and you you you, you head down the mountain and now you got three three uh, seth seth is seth that your name come here seth yeah seth what's your favorite kind of bark to make tea out of oh um i i it's I, been a long time since i've had anybody to talk to and i got a lot of thoughts on this subject i guess i guess oak oak sir <laughs> mm. Ooh, i'm gonna have to take issue with that we walk off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. And and as you get to the bottom of the mountain, you see the rising wooden palisades that are painted red of this absolutely beautiful fort that is right on a road that you know to be the King's Highway and and a stream that goes along beside it and you just see it is teeming with life um this is not look like a military fort this looks like a community and uh and your sort of heart swells when you see it and and you hear somewhere in the back of your brain good boy good boy
Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, all right. That's it. Okay. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, good good work. Um, so I'm psyched. I'm psyched for our, our first episode. I can't wait to uh, to meet the other guys. I know. It's gonna be really good. Um yeah, we're I'm I'm supposed to do uh um John soon. Um <laughs> It's, it's, he's he's really getting into this whole store thing, man. He's like making marketing materials. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, so um if you haven't heard our first episode, please uh please tune in and and, and play the first episode. You're kind of listening to it out of order. Um and uh and Tom, to- you got any plugs? Um, not, not today, um, but we'll have some plugs later on. How about you? You yeah. got any plugs? Um, well, I suppose we will have a subreddit, uh, slash R slash dungeon dads. Um, yeah, I'm not really on social media. Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I have a two and a half year old and a wife and a, uh, busy job. So yeah, not, uh, you're not going to find me on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, I guess I'll plug the expanse. It's oh, a really yeah. good show. Everybody should watch it. Tom, you and I have watched uh, quite a bit of it together. Uh, it's excellent. And if you haven't checked it out, the fourth season should be coming to Amazon soon. You can find oh, it on yeah. Amazon Prime. I, I, can, I can't wait for that. Um, uh, I will also tell you that NYU Wagner is a wonderful place to study policymaking. Where, oh, that's a good plug. That's where a good plug. I, yeah, where I teach. Um, and I mean, listen, they need the they need the signal boost. You know, they do need the signal boost. And I will also tell you that we we were uh, completely kept out of any any uh, uh, admission scandals because. Um, we are uh, we, we we keep it pretty real at NYU Wagner, so <laughs> so you, you can't buy your way in. Um, Aunt, uh, Aunt Becky didn't get her daughter in there. Aunt Becky didn't get her daughter in there. Yeah. There, so. Now we have instantly dated this episode. That's right. <laughs> if, if none of those references made any sense to you, get on Google. You'll yeah. know exactly when we recorded this. That's right. All right. <laughs> See you later, Dungeon Dad. Signing off. Dungeon Dad signing off.